1600 KIV, com. I'm Eddie Aragon. The Rock of Talk with me, Mike Ramos. He's taking care of business, taking care of your business. Does whatever he possibly can to improve that credit score because we know that life with bad credit... It sucks. It surely does. And we're here with Mike Ramos after a brief hiatus. Hope you're, you and you yours are well, Mike. And uh, glad to have you back here into the Kiva, sir. Me too. I'm glad everybody's doing good now and... Ready to rock and roll. All right. What do we got for this week, sir? Uh, you've got pages and pages and pages of notes. Well, we've got, we've got, we're going to talk, we're getting a lot of calls about, you know, what happens if I do this with my credit? What, what's it cost me? Or what do I do this? How do I raise my score? So um, we're going to, we're going to have a little course here on uh, things that affect your score and how much they drop your score. And um, I, uh, a lot of people are quite shocked. Um, being that there's, well, there's no credit education for anybody. So, I mean, how are they going to know these things? But they're, they're quite shocked on, on the amount of points you can lose by one little thing you do. And, um, you know, I've seen people make, you know, make a move and drop your score uh, over 100 points. And they don't know how to correct it, why it happened. So let's talk about that today. Um, now, I know we all have kids. We just, we just had this in our office uh, recently. Um, actually, another one yesterday. Uh, getting ready to co-sign for their kid. Don't do it, folks. I know I brought this up before, but I've got to bring it up as much as I can. Do not co-sign for your kids because they know you're always going to love them. And they know that if they miss a payment, you know, you won't, you know you're not going to disown them or anything. But they're also afraid to call you and let you know that they don't have the money to make that payment. And you're not going to get let know about it until 60 days late. And by then, it's too late. So in order, what I suggest you all do is before your kid's even 18 years old, if you put them on one of your credit cards or two as an authorized user, because you don't have to be of contractual age to do this. You can just put them on your credit card as an authorized user. And that credit card information, for as long as you've had it, will transfer onto their credit report. And boom, credit scores. And by the time they turn 18 years of age and they're in contractual age, then you have them get set up a, a, a loan for about 500 bucks for one year. And you get that loan set up. And uh, that gives them two revolving or one revolving and an installment loan. Then they can go out and buy their own car. Right when they get 18, 19 years old, they'll, they'll have like 700 plus credit scores. And they'll be able to go buy their own car and you will not have to get hit with late fees and lates on your credit report. And it gives them a nice head start into good credit. And... um you know, if you do have a teenager, uh, you know, we haven't had credit classes in a long time simply because of COVID. And uh, I sure wish we could have them again because right now if I put uh, people in the classroom and separate all, we'd have four people in there. It would be ridiculous. So um, I will be restarting them once it's okay to do so. But if anybody needs a credit manual, call my office. You know, we'll get you one. We even have them in Spanish. I don't know if how many people speak Spanish I'm talking to right now, but, um, you know, we, ha we have the, the credit manuals there. All right, then. Now, for the individual who's just starting out, you're 18 years of age uh, or above, and you need to rebuild your credit. You can open up a secured loan and credit card using the same money. It's called the Red Robin method. 
You take $500, you go into a credit union or bank, and you put it in a savings account and borrow 500 bucks against your own money. Then you take that $500, and you go to a different bank and open a secured credit card for $500. Now, this uses used the same money to open both accounts, and it's called the Red Robin Method. Like It's been around since like the late 70s, early 80s. Now, um, at, at U.S. Eagle Federal, they'll open both up using the same, the same money, so you can actually end up opening the secured loan and credit card at the same facility. And so that's going to start you off, especially if you're recovering from a bankruptcy. You have to get new credit to start up again. You can go there and get that set up and, and get your new credit set up for yourself and start your journey back to the 700s again. Because, you know, you can buy a house with a 640 credit score, but you can't buy a couch with a 640 credit score. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty ridiculous. I just bought a $200,000 house with a 640 credit score, but I can't buy an $800 couch. So um, you got to work your way to the 700s, okay? All right. Now, once you have your credit card, never let your credit card go over 30% of the limit ever. Even if you want to – now, I get a lot of calls like this too lately. Well, my, I pay it off at the end of the month, so what's the, what's the problem? Because it takes up to six weeks sometimes with the show on the credit report that you paid it and uh, paid it off or what have you. So that whole time, snow dive. It's like a rock in a pond. Your score is dropping. It's the bankruptcy prevention program. And you end up with a code 10 on your credit report. The code 10 is a score suppressor. What it does is it drops your score and keeps dropping it so you don't get it more credit to file bankruptcy. Most people file bankruptcy on credit cards. And so that's why that was implemented. And it really helped in, in stopping uh, as many bankruptcies as we had. And so make sure, no matter what, if for your first year with your credit card, just go out for one tank of gas a month. I know these days it's pretty high. Um, and I don't mean diesel truck if you're a truck driver. I had one of my clients uh, use the whole $500 to fill his tank. I, you know, I, of course, I said, you know, I wasn't talking about a diesel truck. A normal vehicle, uh, I wouldn't spend more than like $70, $80 on that $500 limit. Pay it in full at the end of the month is going to do two things for you. It's going to raise your score quicker. And then at the end of one year when they release the funds back to you with interest, they're going to make it, they're going to give you a higher limit on that credit card because you were very frugal with it. You know, so if you ran it up to the limit constantly, you're going to probably get stuck with a $500 limit. And never, never turn away a limit increase. So many people tell, I don't want a limit increase. I like what I have. You can only use up to 30%. So if you have an emergency, you're going to end up breaching that and dropping your score. So never turn down a limit increase. Take all the limit increases you can get. You know, you don't have to exhaust them. It's just they have it there for an emergency in case you, you know, need it. Now, once you've established your credit, never close a credit card, ever. You can pay the uh, the 0% game where once, you know, you did a credit card for one year at 0%, you transfer your balances onto it to pay them off at 0%. You can close it at the end of one year, but if you go past two years on that credit card and even above, you can lose up to 15% of your credit score by closing it. We had a gentleman come to one of my classes one time. His wife made him go. So he is just complaining. And you know, I don't want to go to this class. I don't, I don't want to even be here. He's voicing it so everybody in the room can hear him. I finally looked at him and I said, you know what, sir? Um, I don't have time for you. Uh, there's people here who want to learn. So if you want to get out of here, go. 
And I'm not keeping you here. And his wife made him say. About an hour into it, I got to this very section right here about closing your credit card. He jumps up and he goes, that's it. That's it. I said, what? And he said, I, my credit score dropped 80 points because I closed two of my credit cards. I closed them and they dropped my score. I couldn't figure out why my score dropped. And that's the reason. Oh, man, I'm so glad I came today. Whole attitude changes. And he said, can I fix this? I said, well, how long ago did you do this? And he said, hey, I did this about three or four weeks ago. I said, usually you have up to 60 days. And so he reopened them both and, got, and, and it retained his score back. So, you know, everybody can learn something. Nobody's, you know, only an ignorant person knows everything. Is what I say always. So make sure you, you keep it below 30%, pay it in full each month. And don't close the credit cards. And you and the longer you have it in good standing, the higher the score grows. Now, if you have a high interest credit card, don't let it cure interest. Pay it off each month in full, and you won't be stuck with the interest. But don't close it. I people, you know, I have a ten, a twenty one percent interest. I'm closing it. Wait till you see what that does to your score. So don't let that happen. Now, paying your creditors late is a huge hit. When it shows up on your credit report live. 65 points off your score. It'll hit your credit score for 65 points live. Once you pay it, you'll get about 35 of those points back. And um, so it, it, you can see it's a harsh hit. And if it's a late on a mortgage, you're looking at a whole year before you can get a refinance or buy another house. And so you got to be very careful. That's why I tell everybody, pay everything late first before you pay your mortgage late. I mean... You know, because you, you never know. You might need to pull some money out, and you, and you don't, you know, you can't wait a whole year. Um, but simply, what, but once you get it, after two years, okay, here's a good thing, though. I get a, you cannot remove lates off a credit report unless you can get a letter from the creditor saying so. There's a lot of credit repair shop shops out there that'll say, oh, yeah, we can help you with that, charge you a monthly fee. And uh, and after a year, you finally figure out it's not coming off your credit report, and you give up and go away. Would you cost you twelve hundred bucks right there? They have two years of history right in the face screen, right in front of you. Two years of history. So the minute they get co contacted, they're going to look at it and see it right there. And I and I get these calls all the time. Recently, a, a gentleman called me up and said, "Hey, Mike, uh, I need help removing these lates." I said, "It can't be done not unless you have a letter from them." No, they were really late. I said, well, then, you know, you're just going to have to live with them. And uh, after two years, it doesn't really affect you all that much. So keep your credit cards down and your score will come back to life again. He said, well, I talked to two companies this morning and they just asked me for my credit card information and they were going to help me remove them. I said, really? Do you think I would turn you away and not help you if I could? I'm helping you by telling you this. Listen to me. Keep your credit cards down. Let it grow itself back. And just don't pay anything late anymore if you can help it. Auto pay is a wonderful way to keep yourself in check. You know, I work with a lot of high-profile people because of my background. You know, um, I handled two banks in Malibu, California. They didn't touch a loan under a million dollars. And uh, they were playwrights, actors, um, doctors, you know, all kinds of different folks. They traveled all over the place. So they, the biggest problem they had was late pays. And their accountants weren't paying things on time. And so they ended up dropping their scores. I would just set them up, all, all of them up on uh, auto pay and have them put 1.5% worth of their debts in the, in the bank every month. 
and they were covered. At the end of the year, they had a nice chunk of money left over to invest. And they they just loved it. Every one of them loved it, and no more late. So that's my suggestion. Now, accounts going into collections. When your account leaves the creditor and goes to collections, they have to zero the account out at their end. You can't report somebody two times for the same debt as a balance. So once it hits, they charge a collection fee, and it hits your report for about 45 points. Now, that's, that's, that's a pretty harsh hit, 45 points. Now, get this. When you pay that collection account, it's going to drop your score another 45 points because it's going to renew the profit and loss date. So like he paid it today, it's going to come back profit and loss paid, profit and loss, November 12, 2021. And what's the profit and loss? 45 points. No collection agent is going to tell you that because what do you think? They know you're going to say, oh, forget that. I'm not going to pay you and lose 45 points. The purpose of paying this was to help my score. And I get calls all the time. Mike, I paid everything off. My scores are lower than they are when I started. And when I share this with them, they said, oh, my God, they, they, they all that money. And I can't tell you how many accounts I can look at and find all kinds of wrong reporting action on them that can let us remove this account. Now, when you, now this is the other thing. When you're on a payment arrangement with a collection account, every time the payment posts, it renews it. It renews it. It renews it. So you're nailing yourself time after time after time. You're better off to save up the money and offer a settlement and be done with it. Now, a credit card, a revolving trade line, that will give you a score increase when you settle it because close to count of the balance is 45 points, and then plus it will be over 30% of the limit because they usually are in collections. You'll get quite a few points back by settling your credit card. It'll help your score. And so remember that. Settling your credit cards will help you. But when you're working with these settlement companies, they never tell you this. Any debt settled over $600 has to be claimed as income with the IRS. They don't tell people that, so remember this. And if you're paying them a fee and you're settling the account and paying the company back and you're claiming, um, you know, this with the IRS or anything over $600, you're better off to settle these accounts yourself and save the money. And you can always call my office and I'll advise you how to settle them. A lot of these places charge 12, 15% of the debt to settle them for you. My, my, my office charges a flat $65 to settle an account. What it costs is because we're on the phone a long time. But that's it, $65 to settle an account. That's all you would pay. No percentages and none of that. So as a consumer advocacy, we don't have monthly fees. We don't charge per item removed. We don't charge you over if you get a boo-boo along the way. We have a one-time fee, and it only what it costs us to do the work. And if I don't feel there's enough work to charge that, I lower it from there. And so for 32 years, I've been servicing people all over the United States. I care about those they help. And don't be afraid or embarrassed to contact me because we've all been there. I've been married three times. You don't think I fixed my own credit report before? Give me a break. We've all had problems in our lives, and no one's better than another person. We're just, you know, we all get caught up in life. And you know what it's like, you know, you, those of you who've been divorced out there, it's a rough go. And uh, you go through a period of time where nobody wants to pay anything until uh, the legal team decides which person's going to get what's debt. And that's when the problems start. Now, public record. The good thing is, is tax liens and judgments no longer show up on our credit reports anymore. 
When they did, it was a 75-point hit. And LexisNexis is now the company that carries the, the credit cards and the loans. I mean, the credit cards and the judgments for a loan or credit cards. Now, I do have the ability to pull that for you guys if you want. Uh, you call my office if you want to find out if you have anything on your LexisNexis report as far as a tax lien or a judgment. Um, they only charge us $10 for the report, and you can find out exactly what you have. And then we can deal with it, whether we have to settle it or, or you know, make it go away, whatever, whatever course of, uh, or path we take. And, um, and then sometimes when they switched over, this is beautiful. When they switched over from the credit reports to LexisNexis, and the reason why this happened, by the way, is they were cross-referencing junior and senior. This is Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. Cross-referencing junior and senior alike names. I mean, if you were Johnny Garcia, you were going to get somebody's collection in this state or somebody's judgment or tax lien. So this happened so frequently that they, they pulled it away from them, gave it to LexisNexis, but now the same thing's happening with LexisNexis. Kid you not. And so, I don't know, they probably have it for another couple of years and they'll go back to the credit bureaus. I guess maybe they'll play catch. <laughs> it's your turn <laughs> until they figure out what to do with it, you know. And it it, it, it is unfortunate, all the wrong information that's been given to people out there. That these credit repair companies, they don't even ask the consumer, do you have a judgment? Uh, you know, because they don't show it on credit reports anymore. If you're working with a company and they're charging you a monthly fee, um, you're going to end up there for a long time, a long time. And uh, there's no incentive to get rid of you. Us, you know, there is no monthly fee. And so we want to get this done, not that we don't want to get rid of you, but we want to get it done as soon as possible to make room for more that are in need. And, of course, because we know that life with bad credit. It sucks so bad you can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, how can people reach you? 899-1448. That's 899-1448. Glad to have you back in the Kiva after a five-week hiatus. Oh, uh, man, I feel man. great to come back. All right, that's good. Glad to have you here. You are a regular personality here. Right here, you are a public service, sir, as well. And as always, 899-1448, 899-1448. Back after a quick break, right here in the Kiva. Stay tuned. We're going to get you qualified. We'll do that with Chris Napier next. Mm -hmm. 